Self-doubt only exists when you have this one thing happening. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. In this episode, I'm gonna talk about the one thing that creates self-doubt and most people do it, which is the reason why they keep doubting themselves. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the founder and owner of Mojo Human Performance Institute. We focus on business mindset and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. The reason why I do these episodes is because most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. So what I've noticed is that I have so many people that I meet or who come to our Thrive Time event and they say, Michael, I have all this self-doubt. And I tell them, you don't have self-doubt. There's no such thing as self-doubt. Self-doubt doesn't even exist. It only exists when you compare yourself to others and you've got a comparison. If you were on the earth and you were the only person here, you would never doubt yourself at all because you would just do the best that you can consistently and you just learn. When we start doubting ourselves, we doubt ourselves because we create expectations based on the comparatives that we have of others and other people's achievements and what other people are doing, which then makes us doubt ourselves. Now, how do I know this? Because I've had it for the majority of my fucking life. And it was that from a young age, I got put into a schooling system that put me in a cube and told me that I have to fit into this box. And I didn't fit into that box and I thought there's something wrong with me. And so I used to doubt myself. Then I would get in trouble quite a lot at home and be told off from my mum especially who would um, you know, consistently tell me off. Now, by the way, my relationship with my mom is fucking awesome. She's one of my massive fans, um, as is my dad, and I get along really, really well with my family. But my mom would tell me off quite a lot. And I thought, well, maybe there's something wrong with me. Then as I got older and older and, you know, I finished high school, I ended up, um, you know, I got expelled from school, but ended up going back to school and finishing off grade 12. And I still wasn't good at school, but I would still get told off and I'd get graded on things. And I thought, fuck, maybe there's something wrong with me. Then I became a diesel mechanic. And the other diesel mechanics that were there who'd grown up on farms and all that sort of stuff, they were better and they understood stood a lot more than I am and I would get told off when I was working there and people would say, well, aren't you fucking dumb and you should know this shit? And I'd go, well, I don't know this stuff because I never grew up working on farming and mining equipment. I grew up working on, you know, small little two liter engines in cars. I would always doubt myself and I'd go, well, maybe there's something wrong with me. And by the time I start my business, everything that I did had this self-doubt attached to it. And I would doubt myself. I would question myself. I would beat the shit out of myself mentally and emotionally because I'd go, I'm not good enough. Maybe there's something wrong with me. You know, I'm 23 and 24 by this, you know, by this stage. And I've got some friends of mine who had more successful businesses and I'm going, maybe there's something wrong with me. I had friends of mine who had better bodies than me and I'd go, maybe there's something wrong with me. You know, other people would be able to stick to their diet more effectively than I would. And I'd go, maybe there's something wrong with me. Other friends of mine had graduated university by that time and they seemed to be way more intelligent than what I was. And I would say, maybe there's something wrong with me. So all this self-doubt just kept churning through my brain and I would go to do something new and I would start because I guess in a way fear drove me quite a lot. And I thought, well, you're going to end up a piece of shit anyway. You might as well have a crack. So I would just have a crack at things and things would start working out. I'd go, cool, I'm moving forward. I'm doing something all right. And then when a problem would go wrong or something would fuck up, I would sit there and go, Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe it's because I'm an idiot. Maybe because I just wasn't meant to do this stuff. Maybe there's something wrong with me. And I just kept reinforcing this whole pattern of maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I'm just not smart enough. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm just fat. Maybe I'm stupid. And I would just reinforce all this crap until one day 
when I was studying some work, and I think the big breakthrough was when I studied Sigmund Freud's work and his work on something called the ego, the super ego, and the id. What he spoke about was that we have these implanted values from others where we look up to others and we put ourselves down. And in that moment, I started realizing that I'd spent my whole life comparing myself to others. And the more that I did that, the more it made me feel shit about myself because I didn't look at people who were doing worse than me and go, well, I'm doing better than them. I would just look at people who are doing better than me, which would make me feel shit about myself. You know, I'd pick one person and go, well, they're making more money than I am. Therefore, I'm shit. This other person is younger than I am and they have a more successful business. Therefore, I'm shit. But this other person over here has a better body than me. Therefore, I am shit. This other person has a, you know, what looks like a more fulfilling relationship on Instagram. Therefore, I'm shit. And it was just this reinforcement of reinforcing that I was just shit, that I was dumb, unintelligent, fat, stupid, you know, an idiot, ugly. All of those things just were running through my head. And it was a lifetime of just being berated with other people telling me that I wasn't good enough or I wasn't smart enough, which started from when I was really, really young and being picked on at school. And it just kept driving me in till I was an adult. Now, I would have people at the gym back when I was younger. I mean, I'm still fairly muscular, but I'm not ripped like I used to be when I was younger. I'd have people coming up and I'd have six pack and everything. And people would come up and go, wow, you got an amazing body. But I, all I saw was a fat dude. And it was probably, it was body dysmorphia, essentially. Um, not that not that I had anything too crazy, like I never took drugs or did any like fucking super crazy dieting. But it was just this stupidity that I had that I didn't know how to deal with. I had people coming up to me going, wow, you're doing really well in business. And I'd be like, well, fuck, you don't know anything because my business is shit. I would have people coming up going, you're really lucky because of you get to travel and you get to do all these things. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not where I want to be yet. So therefore I'm shit. And it was just this really bad reinforcement that I was never good enough. Now that can be a trap because for some of the listeners out there, maybe your driver is the fact that you back yourself into a wall consistently by these shitty thoughts and you come out swinging. Now my natural state of drive was super aggression and I would get super aggressive because eventually the fear would build up and I would beat the shit out of myself so bad that eventually I would just come out swinging and I'd just swing for the fences. Okay, just like in a boxing fight, if you're pushed up against the corner, you've got nowhere to go. You just got to swing and that's about it, um, especially when you don't know what you're doing in boxing. But the point that I'm trying to make is when everything went well, I would naturally self-sabotage to put myself back into a corner because when everything was going well, I would lose my drive. And my drive came from this massive fuck you attitude. I'll show you, I'll fight, I'll be better. I'll prove my worth to everybody. But that was the thing that kept me trapped and it stopped me from growing to greater levels because I would create these glass ceilings for myself. I would grow, 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 grow. I would start doing well and then I just fuck everything again and end up back at the start. I did it in intimate relationships that I destroyed. I did it to my health where I would get things moving in the right direction and then I'd start binge eating episodes and you know going around in circles. And that was me just self-sabotaging and self-destructing because my drive came from being told that I wasn't good enough. And if someone else wasn't going to tell me that I was good enough, I sure as shit was. And so I found that I had these mentally destructive behaviors. And I would say that probably the majority of entrepreneurial type people that I work with have a very similar pattern in some way, shape or form. They're normally told that they weren't good enough, weren't smart enough, you'd never make it in business. And so they just develop this big fuck you attitude. And when everything starts going well, they slowly start to self-sabotage things or self-destruct. So when business goes well, they might fuck up their marriage. Or when the business is going well, they'll fuck up their health. Or when their health starts going well, they screw the business up. And it's just this natural self-sabotage pattern to remind themselves that they're worthless because then they've got to try and prove their worth, which then they do that through their drive and their absolute sheer aggression and their anger. And that crazy drive switches off how we feel about ourselves in most cases. And so what I had to do was I had to go back and revisit these thoughts. I had to go back and realize that it was the self-comparisons that were screwing me up. That when someone else says, 
You're not good enough. That's a comparative. Like compared to what? You're dumb. Compared to what? You're not smart enough. Compared to who? You're fat. Compared to who? Unless you ask these questions effectively, you don't start to realize that they're all just comparisons. Yet we take them as though they're factual and they're just how they are. So when someone says you're fat and you go, oh, maybe I am, that's just, you're just taking it at face value. When you question, you go, compared to who? Then you realize, well, hang on, that's like a crazy perspective. And like, yeah, maybe I've got on a bit of weight and maybe I could lose some, but you know what? There are people out there who are fatter than I am and maybe I do need to do a little bit of work. And it just sort of kills off that feeling, but then you go and you strategize and you put something together and work towards it. What you'll find is you become way more effective as a person. You become less driven by stress and pressure, which then means that you slow the aging process. So you don't look like a fucking 50 year old when you're bloody 30 because your whole life you've been driven by fear. You also have better sleep. You also have better digestion. You also have greater health outcomes. You can also think more effectively because stress damages your brain, whether you like it or not. It has been scientifically proven in many, many papers that high levels of cortisol damages your brain. Cortisol is a stress hormone. So if you're consistently operating under stress, your digestion will be fucked. Your brain won't function effectively. You won't be able to think. Your memory will be poor. You probably won't sleep effectively. You'll be tired throughout the day or you'll have these erratic you know, peaks and troughs with your energy levels. You probably won't be very good at decision-making. You'll make decisions based on emotional states, not through intellectual thought. Uh, you might be shut off or shut down. There's so many disadvantages to behaving this way in life, and most people behave that way in life. They set themselves up to fail because they need that aggression to create their drive. Now, how do you get out of this? Well, the first thing to realize is that everything is a comparative. If you were living on the earth by yourself, you wouldn't feel bad about yourself. If you were living on the earth, you wouldn't feel by yourself. You wouldn't feel fat because there's no one else to compare it to, you'd just be yourself. If there was no one else on this earth, you wouldn't feel dumb because there's no one else to compare yourself to, so you'd just be you. That's the point that I'm trying to make, is that it's only comparative. Then secondly, when you start asking yourself effective questions like, what would I love to do in life and how would I love to live? You can start making effective decisions about how you want to operate, which then means you can choose how you want to operate under your emotional states. You can choose how you want to think. You can choose how you want to behave. You can choose what your goals are. You can choose to follow your dreams and you can go after things and they can keep expanding expanding instead of getting to a point where you hit a glass ceiling and then self-destruct in order to get more drive again. And I've had this conversation multiple times this week with people I've been on the phone to who are looking to come do some of our events. And they've, you know, some of them said, I just get to a point where I get ahead financially and then I just fuck it all up again. I end up back broken or I end up stressed about money. And I go, oh, well, that's a bit of a pattern, isn't it? Um, and then other people go, you know, I, I lose weight and then I gain weight and then I lose weight and then I gain weight or I, my health improves. And then all of a sudden, like, I just find that I'm out all the time and I'm drinking and I'm eating and I'm taking drugs and you know now my health shit again I've got a bloody cold and I've got this sickness going on I've had to go to the doctors and what you'll find is that these are just self-destructive behaviors that people have because they know that if they can keep self-destructing they keep their drive you don't need to have that false drive it's a false drive you can have natural intrinsic drive by doing what you love and you don't need pain to be driven it's just most people don't know how to switch it on because I would say that probably 99.999% of entrepreneurs have never been driven by doing something that they love they're naturally driven by pain or the fear of not being good enough or the fear of not being smart enough or the fear of people saying, aha, you fucked up or you're a failure. I know a lot of business owners when they go through economic downturns absolutely freak out because they're afraid of going bankrupt. And they're not afraid of going bankrupt because bankruptcy happens. And it's just a, sometimes it's part of a business cycle. Like sometimes it's smarter just to shut shit down and start again. If you've been able to make a million dollars in business before, it's probably highly likely that you'll make a million dollars again because the one thing that you've got to make that million dollars can't be taken away. And that's your brain. This is why 
why it blows my mind when I'm on the phone with people and they're like, doing your programs is fucking expensive. And I'm like, yeah, okay. We'll see where you are in 10 years and see where other people are in 10 years who do my shit, okay? Because there's one thing that you can't take away from them and that's their lessons and their learnings and their wisdom. You can't take that away from someone. So you can give someone a million bucks and they'll probably lose it. But if you give someone who's already made a million bucks for themselves, they will probably make that million bucks back even if you took it away. That's why I've been asked this before on a podcast. And they said, if you were a, if you were given a million dollars or you just had to work for yourself from the bottom and figure out how to make a million dollars, which one would you take? And I said, 100% every time, I would take the hard work and the effort because it might take me five years to get there. But what I do know is that being there now, so it doesn't like, if, if I lost it, I'd probably be able to recreate it in less than 12 months. But my point is that that's the thing that people can't take away from me. And my most valuable asset is always time. And my second most valuable asset is my knowledge. They're the two things that people shit over mostly. They give up their time for free and then they give up their knowledge easily because they give everyone free advice, which most people don't give a fuck about and sure as shit don't implement. And so therefore you waste your time and your knowledge and your energy on those people. So anyway, my point is, it is so important to make sure that you realize that you're doing you and this is your life. And one day you're going to die and no one's going to care because after a couple of generations, most people won't even remember you because I don't even re- I don't even know my great grandparents. So that's just over four generations. In fact, I only remember one of my great grandparents because she was alive when I was alive and I remember her. But other than that, I don't know any of my other great grandparents. In three generations, they're completely forgotten. Eh? Now there might be some other family members who do remember them like maybe my parents do. But let's say four or five generations, most people won't be remembered. So then what are you going to do while you're here? And you might as well do something that you love to do and that you might as well get clear of what you want to do. And you might as well stop comparing yourself to others and using strategies like self-depreciation as a way of creating drive because it is just silly. Now, if you're one of those people out there and this shit is resonating with you, you better get a ticket to my Thrive Time event. And I don't say this lightly, and I'm saying this because I really care, that the majority of people will never, ever figure this shit out. And they will never get clear on what actually drives them without being driven by pain. And they'll never get away from their self-sabotage patterns, even though the majority of people think that they'll outthink it or outgrow it or they'll eventually figure it out. If that already, if they could figure it out, like 40 and 50 year olds who say to me, you know, I've been working on this for a while. And I go, how long? And they're like, most of my life. And I go, well, so you've, you've spent 40 years. And then I say to them, here's what it's going to take. And they go, oh, I need to think about it. I'm like, you've been fucking thinking about this shit for the last 40 or 50 years. Make a decision. Like either you want to do it or you don't want to do it. But anyway, I don't, I'm not here to sell you on this stuff. It's just, if this stuff's resonating and this is something that's important to you and you want to get on top of it, please shoot me a message on one of my socials and let's have a chat or just go to my website and grab a ticket because it'll change your life. And the reason why I run that event is because that was the thing that stopped me from doing this shit and stopped me from self-depreciating. And that was before I was able to create the revenue that we created in our business. If I didn't get clear on that stuff, I don't think I would ever have a multi-million dollar business. I probably would end up with a divorce. Um, I would have 100% self-sabotaged my body and fucked everything up. It's really been the thing that's driven me and, and it's helped, I think, thousands of people now. So, you know, maybe it's something to check out. But anyway, I hope this chat resonates. You know, as I mentioned, I'm not here to try and sell you my events. I'm just, I'm hoping I'm giving you a solution if you haven't been able to find one yet, because honestly, that the stuff that I teach changed my life because I was probably one of the most self-depreciating motherfuckers that you could come across. And I hated myself. I couldn't, I couldn't even really look in the mirror and see myself without just going, you piece of shit, because I really thought that I'd fucked everything up in my life consistently from my relationships, to my friendships, to my health. I wasn't in a good place uh, and I wasn't in a good place for a long, long time. But um, lucky enough, I was able to figure all this stuff out. Maybe, maybe it was part of my journey because maybe it was on, maybe my path was to figure this stuff out so I could help others. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I just know that um, self-depreciation isn't a good strategy for success. That's
that's for sure. And um, things in life either appreciate or they depreciate. And if you're not appreciating who you are and what you're here to do, and you don't appreciate your knowledge and you don't appreciate what you can give the world, then you'll depreciate, which means that you keep putting yourself down and beating the shit out of yourself. And things that depreciate go down in value. And I don't think that anyone's not valuable. I think that everyone has a value. It's just that most people don't figure it out. So anyway, look, I hope this helps. Please jump across to my socials if you haven't already done so. I'm Michael Mojo, double zero on almost all social platforms apart from Instagram. It's just that it's Michael Mojo, which is M0J0, double O is in the letter O um, on Instagram as well. You'll find me on there. And uh, also I know that there are people who set up false scam pages as well. So just uh, make sure that the stuff that I'm posting is fairly recent. <clears throat> There's been a few pages that just sort of copycat my pages. And a lot of our community say that they start getting messages about crypto or investing. You know that that's not me because I've never sent you messages about that sort of stuff. So yeah, I hope that helps. Anyway, the reason why I do this is because most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. And I'm hoping that if I can share some of the tips and tools and strategies that I've learned across my journey of building, I guess you could say a six successful or semi-successful business, whatever you want to call it. I love it. So um, yeah, if I can share some of these tips and tools and also the things that have helped me go from a, a kid who was kicked out of school at 15, who was suicidal and, you know, was going to end my life at 15. Also the kid who was put in special classes and now gets to, you know, travel around the world and teach and learn. And also uh, someone who works with everyone from professional athletes to highly driven business owners, all on mental performance and lifestyle hacking. <clears throat> and also a lot of the business owners that I get to work with are all on human behavior and human performance and, and optimizing their businesses. So I just wanted to share this stuff. Anyway, I hope that helps. Remember, never underestimate the dream and stay driven, driven mofos.